This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I don't know where to begin because there's so much breaking celebrity news. And we also have to get to the biggest story of the day, for us anyway, which is that... Britney Spears' dad, excuse me, Daddy Spears as we call him, looks like a really sad sack. And I think there's some intention behind that. We'll get to that story in just a moment. Good afternoon and welcome. Happy hump day! Hump day! On the Colleen and Bradley Show. Oh, not that. <laughs> this, I'll give, it, I'll give it another one. Another air horn. We're all flustered around here because oh, so Bill Cosby gr- was just let out of prison. What? What? I did just wanted to address this a little bit before we move on, because it really is probably the actual biggest story of the day that his conviction, Bill Cosby's conviction, of which he was going to spend, what, like up to 10 years in prison? Yeah. Will go free. And there were two specific reasons that that Pennsylvania Supreme Court said that his conviction could not stand. And you talked about this in the dirt alert, but I thought, let's just sit with this a- another moment, because I think. Well, this is the breaking story of the day. So let it us really sit on is. it. Yeah. Let's sit on it. There are two reasons, according to uh, a story in TMZ, why uh, the Supreme Court said that conviction couldn't stand. One, because you'll remember the judge allowed prosecutors, because he was actually tried, jury deadlocked, and then there was a retrial. And it was during that retrial that the judge allowed prosecutors to call five other accusers during the trial. Um, And apparently the, the court said that they should not, the judge should not have allowed that in the first place. And also that Cosby should never have been criminally prosecuted based on an agreement he'd made with a former district attorney. Hmm. So those two things uh, in conjunction led the state Supreme Court to vacate uh, his conviction. And from what I read on the AP story, that prevents him from being tried again. So it's not that he'll have to then stand trial again as in the after the first trial deadlocked. My understanding is that he can't be tried again, at least for this case. And you'll remember all those other accusers, if I remember correctly, couldn't bring a case against him because of the statute of limitations. Right. Well, that's what uh, CNBC, I'm looking at their headline. They're saying that this ruling by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court this afternoon bars further prosecution regarding this case. So this is big news, right? Like, uh, you know, he was up for parole, so there's a chance he could have already had uh, already been released from prison, but you'll remember back, I think a couple months ago when this took place, that he was defiant in uh, submitting to the requirements that would have been uh, held, that he would have been held to if he were paroled to get some, you know, um, I think it was like sex offender counseling or something. Yeah, he like didn't that. want to do any kind of counseling yeah. or therapy. So, um, so he could have already, you know, possibly been out of prison, but that didn't happen. And now, not only is he out of prison, but his conviction was vacated, which means, again, I am no legal expert, but my understanding, my rudimentary understanding of the law for someone who's never studied the law, 
it sounds like to me that he's not a convicted felon any longer, which means, right. you know, um, that can no longer be attached to his name. Exactly. Now, Bradley, I'm not an attorney either. I don't even pretend to play one on daytime television. You're on daytime <laughs> TV? What, when? Uh, never. But because oh, <laughs> I want to watch. Uh, a vacated judgment... It makes a previous legal judgment legally void. Yeah. So it's like he was never in prison. It's like this never even happened. There are going to be a lot of people unhappy about this, Mm -hmm. Um, to say the least. First among them, you know, the victim in this particular case who thought uh, that there was... um, I I, I mean, it'll be interesting to see the reactions of people as this uh, verdict, or not verdict, as this ruling... um, has time to set with people for a yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, because this news just broke. Literally Bradley came out of his prep I was room. Having my lunch going, <laughs> you guys, guys you did guys. you hear about Bill Cosby? And I was furiously trying to verify this because, you know, it's, you see something in a tweet and then you start Googling and you're like, Oh, well there's other Twitter tweets. And then you're like, wait, nope, we have to do this thing where we need to like find a reputable source and see what they're actually saying because God only knows somebody's trying to pull a fast one on Twitter. Yeah, we need to practice some media literacy. <laughs> well, speaking of me, mid, mid, speaking of talking good on the right of uh, We'll revisit this story briefly in the Dirt Alert in a couple of minutes. Fabulous. So, yes. I would like to do that. And now I would like to shift our focus to one Britney Spears. Can we, I know I'm calling for this on a moment's notice, Holly, but can we get the Cobra gang together? Of course. Whenever there's trouble, when they're on the double, we're the Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time, we're the Cobra gang. Thank you all for coming uh, on such short notice. Uh, this gathering of the Team Cobra um, uh, Team Cobra experience is all because of a story I saw about Jamie uh, Spears. Jamie Spears, of course, the daddy. Daddy. Uh, Britney Spears. And I would like to talk about him because there are some photos that showed up on the internet about Daddy Spears <clears throat> looking like a hot mess in Louisiana, sitting in a trailer. Uh, actually, I think he was sitting in a gay garage. And uh, there was like a Monster Energy drink, uh, uh, tablecloth. Lo- yeah, logo. And he was wearing a, a Monster Drink cap. And then there were these photos that I saw just yesterday of him pumping gas and holding some fast food. And you guys, he looks like such a hot mess. And I say that with all due respect because I know he's been sick. At least the reports you remember last year were that he stepped back from the conservatorship because of uh, a medical condition. Well, so I'm assuming that he um, maybe is still suffering some of the effects of that. He looks like he's lost lost a tremendous amount of weight. Um, I I say all that because this is the picture painted in the photographs uh, that were published in this particular story about how he's unrecognizable amid conservatorship battle. And then again, they just pop take paparazzi photos. Or did he call the paparazzi? And uh, looks like you know uh, an old dude that's just getting some gas. And uh, but he looks frail. Yeah. And I have to ask the question, dear Cobra Gang, Holly, chief among them, what is going on here? Because this is a man who purportedly, mega maniacally 
is manipulating a multi-million dollar conservatorship. I wish the word conservatorship started with an M because that would have been like ace alliteration. This man is allegedly in control of a very powerful thing and has been bilking it to the tune of hundreds of thousands of if not millions of dollars. And he's like pumping gas looking like, you know, your grandpa in the backwoods. Yeah. What's this all about? Interesting looking at these photographs, Bradley, because I'm I'm going through them and you added your speculation saying that you thought maybe these could be staged. Maybe he what what story is Jamie Spears trying to sell us? Some of these photographs genuinely look like he does not want to be photographed. Yeah, he's so, like, what are you looking at? Well, yeah, he's at the gas station. He's double fisting sodas and he has this look on his face, essentially like, what are you looking at? Uh, that could vary. I, I want to say that these are just genuine paparazzi photographs because Britney Spears is in the news. Everyone knows that Jamie Spears is down in Louisiana outside of an RV because we learned that that uh, that's where Jamie Spears is. Yeah. <sighs> so then I asked the question, yeah. OK, if those are real, because I'm there with you. It seems like it could be totally legit. They just caught up with this, you know, grandpa. Uh, in his in his uh, Skechers flip flops with his socks pulled up, but then they could totally be planted by the conservatorship. Being Jamie, honey, we need you to go to the gas station and we need to have you be photographed, even if he doesn't want to do it. He's annoyed that he has to do it mm-hmm. because you pointed out, Bradley, that Jamie Spears is not looking like he's living a hundred right now. Yeah. I mean, it looks like he's living 100 years old. <laughs> well, sad. Which if you, and again, I mean, no shade. Yeah. Um, it's just that when you look at the way he used to look, this is a this, this is a marked, uh, marked difference in appearance. And it's one that is, you know, frail and infirm appearing. appearing. And so therefore yeah. I wonder, well, wait, this is the evildoer that's like, you know, um, trying to manipulate Britney like a marionette. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that dude doesn't look like he could manipulate, you know, uh, the gas pump, much oh. less, you know, the world's most popular pop star. But maybe that's what he wants you to think. <sighs> maybe mm-hmm. the optics of it, because all of this, the past week has been full of people trying to play the optics game with Britney Spears. We, we did that last week in the New York Times. We mentioned, well, Jamie Jamie Spears is just her dad, and he cares about Britney Spears so Aw, much. Ah, shucks. shucks. Jamie Lynn Spears, Britney Spears' sister, in her statement, well, I just love my big sister. She could go and have babies on Mars, and I would just love her death. Yeah, they're playing these, like, you know, folksy yokels. Yeah, so these photographs... Which is also the name of our upcoming uh, sitcom this fall. Folksy yokels. It's a hard word. A couple of words. Yeah, to be say. careful. It's going to be on CBS after the Beverly Hillbillies, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but this could be part of painting the picture. Even if Jamie Spears genuinely, genuinely doesn't want to take these pictures, there's this whole narrative around Britney Spears' family that's very aw shucksy. Yeah. And these photographs would go right into that narrative. So I, I totally am on board with that as an option. I wonder what the alternative option is. Like, is it really just this? Like, have we invested so much feeling and time and effort and thought into this? And really, maybe it's just that, like, he thought he was going to get his way and slowly but surely has just been losing control and power. Because there are some other stories we'll talk about later in the show wherein. Um, it seems like every there's a shift in the way people are talking about Britney. Like you are seeing people run towards her. Not that they shouldn't. 
because I don't know, right? Like we, none of us really knows what's going on behind the scenes, but you do see a lot of uh, deck chairs being moved around on the conservator, the USS conservatorship um, that might actually be sinking where people are trying to figure out, like, I think we need to, I think we need to start paying a lot of attention to Brittany because she might be writing the check soon. And I need to have a public position on it and I need it to be known by everybody. Yeah. So I wonder if that's just slow. Like this is just really just a confederacy of like boobs who are, you know, slowly having their power taken away and, you know, people are trying to, to hedge their bets. I think we solved nothing here. Nothing, but yet raise some very important questions nonetheless. And we are certainly going to keep our eyes on the prize. And that is, of course, uh, the end of the conservatorship. And hopefully that will come soon. Uh, Whatever. And and no doubt, regardless of what happens, the story will be a fascinating journey. Nonetheless, when we come back, we're going to continue on a different fascinating journey. This time brought to us by our good friend, Holly. Who's right here on my talk 1071? Bye. This is a my talk dirt alert. Here with all the latest from Hollywood, it's Holly doing the dirt alert right here on my talk 1071. Hello, Holly. Hello, Bradley. We got to talk about the breaking news that we talked about at the top of the show. That is Bill Cosby released from prison today. As the Pennsylvania Supreme Court has overturned his sexual assault conviction. The court's judgment handed down today states that Bill Cosby must be discharged from prison and any future prosecution on these particular charges must be barred. So I imagine Andrea Constand is particularly uh, frustrated and or upset, although we've not heard from Andrea Constand and I'm sure we will at some point. Uh, but you can imagine that she would feel, um, you know, this is a, a tragedy because of not only the assault that she uh, w- went through, but then not just one, but two trials. Right. Right. To address the issue that she thought had been resolved by a jury of Bill Cosby's peers. Yeah. Now, Bill Cosby was convicted on three counts of aggravated indecent assault in 2018 after Andrea Constad said that Bill Cosby drugged her and sexually assaulted her in her Pennsylvania home back in 2004. Now, Bill Cosby had been sentenced to three to ten years in prison, had served more than two years of that sentence. And Bradley, you made the point that perhaps Bill Cosby could have been paroled up to this point, but he didn't want to cooperate. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In doing any kind of uh, uh, state sanctioned therapeutics 
involving his conviction. Now, during Cosby's trial, Constead and five other women testified that he had engaged in a similar pattern of behavior. Bill Cosby's defense denied the accusations and uh, other similar allegations made against him by more than 60 women. You know, I will say um, it's just fascinating because of, of course, it, there's an, an interest for those of us who are not directly connected to this story about how the legal system works, right? And we yep. can be rather disconnected from that. Mm-hmm. But you do have to feel for anybody who has been a victim of sexual assault or sexual violence or partner violence or domestic assault and violence, blah, blah. Like, I don't mean to minimize by saying blah, blah. But my point is there are a lot of people out there who um, will be affected by this ruling than, you know, just the... Uh, individuals or victims directly involved, right? And mm-hmm. that's that's who we should all just take a, a moment and go, okay, let's take a deep breath and appreciate that um, this isn't just about a celebrity and a high-profile person. It's about actual victims of crimes. Right, exactly. Because the Pennsylvania Supreme Court overtur- overturned this ruling because they found an agreement with a previous prosecutor prevented him from being charged in this case. So, like you said, Bradley, there are multiple things at work here. There's the actual legal system, the criminal justice system, and the technicalities, the ins and outs, which, you know, we are uh, we are in this system. And then there are the people who have been victimized, and it's it's complicated. You can mm-hmm. have different multiple feelings and yeah, cause at I'm, the same time, simultaneously, as they say. I mean, and I don't know about you, but I do, because on the one hand, you're like, oh, here's a system that, you know, despite the fact that everybody paying attention would. Uh, well, I'm just going to go out on a limb here that the majority of people listening are like, that doesn't seem like a good idea. Like we can hold that belief, but at the same time, understand that that's how the system works. And in order to hold people accountable, there needs to be a set of rules. And sometimes those rules are going to lead to really um, unfortunate consequences. Mm-hmm. So, but, but in wrestling with that is kind of like we wrestle with that on a daily basis for so many things. Right. So it's not a surprise that pop culture would, would uh, intersect those concerns. So to give you more details about why the Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled this way in the Bill Cosby case, the court said that the district attorney who made the decision to arrest Bill Cosby was obligated to stand by his predecessor's promise to not charge Bill Cosby when later Bill Cosby gave potentially incriminating testimony in Andrea Constad's civil suit. They're saying there was no evidence that promise was ever put into writing. And so uh, they're saying that Bill Cosby had relied on the former prosecutor's decision not to charge him when he later gave potentially incriminating testimony in that civil case. So the Supreme Court saying that there was an agreement that Bill Cosby wouldn't be Mm -hmm. charged if he was going to be potentially incriminating himself in this case. You know, I I would be interested in at some point because it's only been about five minutes since we've learned that Bill Cosby, uh, Bill Cosby's conviction has been vacated. I did notice um, as I was reading through the initial report that there was a judge who filed a dissent to this particular ruling. And I'd be interested to hear what that dissent was uh, because it looked like there were a number who obviously, I mean, enough to create a majority of Mm -hmm. people who agreed otherwise, but um, or believed otherwise. But I would be interested in hearing the legal argument from the justice who said not so fast. Yeah, because this was not a unanimous decision by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court looking at the Associated Press's report. Uh, And so, 
yeah, the, that is what is happening here with this case. And also, uh, Bill Cosby it can't be held responsible for this or at least prosecuted in any way. So he will not be convicted Bill Cosby no more mm-hmm. legally. I mean, yeah, culture, will culturally, be as, uh, yeah, we'll have a whole that other conversation. Failed. Yes, but that. don't don't underestimate the power of the American public to forget. Um, and I think we're we're actually entering a new phase of what began just from a pop culture perspective with the conversation and the trial of Bill Cosby, um, but included but was not limited to people like Harvey uh, Weinstein and uh, Kevin Spacey. I feel like we're entering a new wave of uh, this story, a new chapter of this story, because I just read a piece. Well, I didn't read a piece. I will admit that I kind of glanced askance at a piece in Variety, I think it was, about oh. Kevin Spacey trying to make a comeback. You don't say, because we're going to touch on that later oh! during our D-bag oh! segment. Oh, my goodness. You. What a tease at okay. 1.30. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It just seems like the American public at some point is like, yeah, that was a while ago. It's, you know. Yeah. We'll have thoughts later. Good. I'm excited for thoughts. Thank you so much, Holly, for bringing us all the latest from Hollywood. That is a big breaking story. Follow us all day on My Talk 1071 as your favorite host's cover. This and so much more when we come back. Holly is also going to share with us some blind items. And I think we have a special guest named Donna Valentine right here on My Talk 1071. Oh, we love gossip on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. And, uh, you know, the whole station loves it. Even our good friend Donna loves it, which is why she's joining us for Blinded by the Item. Solving some celebrity gossip mysteries in the form of blind items this afternoon. Bradley's here. Donna Valentine from the Donna and Steve show is here. Hi. Hi. Are you ready to solve? I am. Here we go. Donna, you've done great this week. I think you've entered a new echelon of blind item, Murray. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Oh, well, now the pressure's on. Thanks. And maybe a cookie. A cookie and a sash? I'll just take the cookie. Okay. Try this one. This A-list actress/director has seen her life fall apart since she went full in on the fake relationship thing. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh my god, you already have an answer? I think so. I think it's uh, Olivia Wilde. Oh my god, Donna's ah! on fire. <laughs> it's like you Oh my god, it's like it's like when you when a parent sees a child <laughs> swimming for the first time, Donna, That's you're doing it all baby. by yourself. Good job. Let's fill in the blank. Olivia Wilde has seen her life fall apart since she went full in on that fake relationship thing with Harry Styles. Well, I'm curious what the fall apart part is. I don't think we have uh, any details about that, but we have to trust Enti Lawyer being perhaps that she has some behind-the-scenes drama that Olivia Wilde because she's decided to dabble in publationships. You know what I think is so, what makes that so obvious, or at least the fake publationship, again, for the listener, publationship is just a relationship for publicity. All celebrities do it to varying degrees. Even Donna Valentine does it with her fake boyfriend. Absolutely. Um, Who's your fake boyfriend? You can't see him. Only I can see him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In that... um, these two both started doing this at the same time. By that, I mean uh, Olivia Wilde and her ex, Jason Sudeikis. Like, right? They're both engaging in this publicationship behavior in a way that just seems so artificial as compared to what they used to do. Do you think this is coming from their publicists saying, hey, listen, we need to get you some 
higher profile, whatever, to promote your next project. Let's milk this, whatever this is. I don't know how the sausage is made, but that sounds good. Mm. Holly, I don't know if you have a particular take on it. I don't really have a a take on the recipe of that particular sausage. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So let's move on. On the Wildin' style sausage. I mean, at the very least, it's look, Olivia Wilde was directing a movie, Harry Styles was starring in it. Let's get some good press for this movie that's going to be coming out. Exactly. And Jason Sudeikis is like, I've got a show. It's called uh, Ted Lasso. And oh, by the way, one of my co-stars is now my significant other. What do you know? Wait, I didn't know about this. Who is it? What's her name? Like Hazel McGillicuddy or (laughs) Beverly uh, Johnson? I don't remember. It's neither we of just those talked names. About, we just talked about her yesterday. I'm going to yes. look her up. Oh, well, she's a, a British glamour model. That's how she's yeah, being Yeah, she was very as. popular in the lab mag. Yeah, she Keely was, Hazel. Okay, she was also in... Oh, I was right. Didn't I say Hazel? You did. Yeah. She was in that movie Palmer okay. with Justin Timberlake All right. recently. Most recent work. No. Oh, well, that's... Check it out. It's a good movie. Okay. I know you guys aren't fans, but whatever. It's a good movie. Let's read another blind. Let's do it! Here we go. This big four award-giving organization is broke and trying to restructure their debt. Their income is 30 to 40% lower than they forecast when they set up the payments. Nothing like saying your industry is in the crapper than having the big award organization file bankruptcy. The big four award... This big four, excuse me. One of the big four. Oh, it sounds like a Golden Globes... Oh, you're saying one of the big four. Okay, because I'm like, who only gets four awards? I know, I got this four award ceremony. Um, No, the Golden Globes doesn't count because the Golden Globes is just kind of a joke. Okay. So, I mean, the obvious thing would be the Oscars. Oscars. That's what most people are saying. Okay. The Academy mm -mm -mm, is broke and is trying to restructure their debt and that their income is 30 to 40% lower than they forecasted when they set up the payments. Ugh. Payments probably for the new Academy Museum in Los Angeles. Oh. Nothing like saying your industry is in the crapper than having the big award organization file for bankruptcy. Oh, wow. And I'm sure the last year hasn't helped. Woof. Yeah. Right? At like all. The last two years, I yeah. guess, actually. I, um, I feel like it's a matter of time before people start giving their Oscars back. You know how they were just doing to like that melt recently? melt them down. <laughs> to just say, just, you know, in a show of solidarity for, like, all of the, you know. Well, it hasn't been a good year for award ceremonies, let's be clear, right? The Golden Globes is um, under, uh, you know, a huge cloud of criticism, justly so. A bunch so. of white dudes. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, it'll be interesting to see what happens at next year's telecast. Can't wait. Uh, where's Ellen? Oh. Oh. Oh, God. Is there like an Oscar curse? Oh. First Jack Palance and now Ellen? What, Jack Palance passed away I mean, in yeah, his 90s? Yeah. Had a long had a long life, a, a but still, multi-decade was, career? He didn't die until after he did the Oscar ceremony. That's right. Ceremony. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> okay. Give me an actual blind item. Here we Holly. go. So speaking of thirsty... This former A-list actor who is still technically married to his actress ex called the paparazzi to come take some shots of himself and his girlfriend. There were no takers. They were too busy with other clients. So a former A-list actor who's still technically married. A-list is what N.T. Lear says. Okay, still technically married. Yes. Legally oh. married. Oh, is this 
Is this who I think it is? I think so. Is this Jason Sudeikis? No. Oh. Because oh. I was like, I mean, that could be. Well, you now you think I knew who it was, so who did I, who, what? Well, I'm not, this isn't an answer. Don't buzz me yet. So I'm trying to think of people who are going through a divorce, but maybe not technically married or divorced yet. Like Brad Pitt is still working on his divorce. Not a guess. Um, Cause he would be an A. He'd be an A plus, A plus, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, so less than a Brad Pitt, but still relatively known. Who would be thirsty for paparazzi photographs of themselves with their significant other? Technically still married. Their actress ex is also very thirsty. Likes to do sexy things, rock and roll things. Oh, okay, Riley Cyrus. Right. No, Brian uh, Austin Green. Oh, those two. Oh, and they have sexy Megan Fox. Yeah, she's trying to be so punk rock. She's like, I stick out my tongue. Brian, I lick your face. They're calling ah. Brian Austin Green an A minus. That is a stretch. List actor. But, you know, but let's fill in the blanks. Right. So speaking of thirsty, Brian Austin Green, who's still technically married to Megan Fox, called the paparazzi to come take some photographs of himself and his girlfriend. Sharna Burgess. And that's right. There were no takers because the paparazzi were too busy with other clients. Yeah, he I mean, he really has leaned in heavily to the pathetic uh, post uh, A-list marriage publicationship. Like, I mean, they're just doing like lifestyle spawn con or she's doing like spawn con on her insta. I mean, it's good for her, right? Like she's getting all sorts of attention. Yeah. She I get secondhand embarrassment with her and Machine Gun Kelly and No, the, you're thinking Megan. I was oh, saying about Sharna and Brian. Oh, sorry. those two. I, I feel like he though what else does he do? Brian Austin Green. Yeah, are we seeing him in anything? Is he acting or he's just I mean doing he's acting, but not in a role. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. It's like, I don't know what you guys are doing. If that if she were my mom, I'd be like, Ma, come on. Yeah, like, <laughs> Get your tongue back in so your mouth. Hard. Yeah. Well, I suppose it's one of those things. And, you know, I get this kind of goes to a conversation that Bradley and I were having off the air. What does it even mean to be rebellious and rock and roll in the year 2021? Yeah, like, how do you be rebellious when everything has literally already been done? Exactly. I feel like they're trying to do a Billy Bob Thornton kind of Angelina Jolie thing like we're look rock how stars. weird and dark but we like, are. There is, is there even rock music anymore? I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's solve another mystery. I don't know anything about music so don't worry. <laughs> All the rock stars out there are like what are you talking about? Yeah well think about the, yeah, the idea of a rock and roll star. I mean it's oh we could have conversations for days but we're going to go to another blind item solve this. This A-list A-literate reality star who is taking yet another vacation while also probably studying lots of lots at lots and mm. lots didn't travel with her usual paparazzo and is mad about the photos published of her, which she would never have approved. Is it Kim? Yeah. Kardashian. Who ah. just got a peep at the Pope. <laughs> That's right. So Kim Kardashian taking a vacation in Italy while TMZ sources say that she's there on a business trip, but she didn't travel with her usual paparazzo and is mad about the photographs published of her, which she would never have approved. No, I think that the photographs that are in question in this blind item are over on the Daily Mail and Kim Kardashian just looking lovely walking down the street. But the lighting is from overhead, midday oh, sunshine. Lord. So oh, she actually looks like a human being who has some... St- 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Cellulite and, and some dimples on her legs. And apparently she's mad about those being published. Kardashians are not allowed to look like themselves. Like humans. Yeah. 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 That would be frowned upon. God forbid. By mother. <laughs> like, which makes you wonder if you passed one on the street, if you would recognize I wonder them. that, too. Because have you ever Maybe seen a celebrity Kim... and were like, that kind of looks like so-and-so, but no. I think you would recognize Kim, right? But, like, I wonder if we'd recognize Kendall or Kylie or Chloe or Courtney. I think you would recognize know. them because the work that they've done is done because they know that they're going to be photographed and everyone's going to okay. see them in the medium of I photography. Yeah. So when you see them in real life, it would be off-putting. Right. Because you'd be like, wait, that person doesn't have pores on their face. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is happening here? Are they okay? That's why I felt weird about her, just real quick, um, being photographed outside the Vatican, wearing what she was wearing, and all these people around her. Yeah. It's like, can you just be modest for this one time when you're going into this, you know, this house of God, so to speak. Well, I always it, think, and because I don't think she's a Catholic, is she? Are they Catholic? No, she did no. bring a jacket with her, Donna. So there were pictures photogra- uh, taken of Kim inside with the basilica. The leather thing on. Yeah, so she covered up. Because I, I like to me, it's less about even like just, you know, modesty versus just being respectful of someone yeah, else's that's all. religion. Right. Yeah. Like, especially the I mean, and if that doesn't work for you, maybe just don't go there or right. like maybe stick to the tourist side of or just put on a shirt. <laughs> like, Donna, so hard. put on a Donna's shirt. Just trying to keep it real. God, clean it up. <laughs> Um, no, I get it. I get it. Do we have time for? Oh, no, we no, don't. We My don't. God, we went way over with that because it was so much fun. Donna, thank you. Thanks for having For me. joining us yet again. And when <laughs> we come back, oof, speaking of Kardashians, Kim is trying to save Kendall's business venture. Do you remember what that is? Well, it's okay. We'll tell you when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Thank you for that, Holly. Oh, Kim is trying to save her sister's behind. Her boozy behind. We'll get to that in just a moment. But good afternoon, and thank you for joining us here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. As we approach the one o'clock hour, we are almost two hours into the bet. No, one hour. Just one. Oh my God. <laughs> where am I? It's been a busy day. Not really. Not really, but it's Wednesday. Anyway, Kim Kardashian, you know her, I think. Yeah, we're friends. She's been uh, apparently trying to save Kendall's uh, tequila butt because. Um, that's the impression I got anyway when I saw the story over on People. And here's the story. It's all about an Instagram post. And People is like, you know, they're really good at making um, content out of uh, social media posts. Not that we would know anything about that. She said, or the headline is Kim Kardashian says she's always proud of Sister Kendall Jenner for, quote, creating her tequila brand. I love how they put the word creating in uh, air quotes. Over at people. Mm. Oh, at people? 
Sure. Right? Yeah. Kendall Jenner previously announced that she was entering the tequila business back in February. So, for those who don't remember, Kendall Jenner created... In quotation marks. In quotation marks. Her uh, tequila brand, 818... And I was like, what is this about? Kim is always, what? So the, there's a photo uh, on Kim's Insta of Kim, Kylie, Kendall, and Chloe um, drinking 818 tequila. So basically SponCon, right? Like they're just, they're all really excited for Kendall's new brand. We're so excited. We're so excited. Uh, Look at uh, us. Uh, they're, not, they're not even drinking it. They're pretending to drink exactly. it. Exactly. Um, mm. And... The caption reads as follows. Always proud of my... Wait, no. Kim Kardashian. Always proud of my sissy Kendall Jenner for creating 818. That's okay. it? So okay. So that's all she did. But what, what that said to me was um, 818 must be doing poorly because Sister Kim is now providing free influencer uh, clicks for her brand. To the tune thus far of 2.6 million likes. So lest you think this is just like, I, I really just want to give a shout out to my sister. She's amazing. I'm so proud of her always. Something tells me that uh, everything Kim Kardashian posts is highly calculated and curated. And in this particular case, something tells me that Mama Chris called up and said, Kim. You need to pimp your sister's tequila brand on Instagram because sales are not what they should be. Our first quarter results are very lackluster. And, you know, she created this from her own, uh, my um, consult, the P- she created this from herself. Sweetie. And we need to give her some clicks come on kim you just got to post about your sister you just gotta do it you gotta do a freebie which is interesting brandley because this kim kardashian 818 tequila post totally a spawn con experience and kim kardashian it costs a lot of money to do legitimate spawn con with kim kardashian according to an in style article that i found bradley uh kim hasn't revealed exactly how much she makes from sponsored posts on Instagram, but it has been reported that Kim Kardashian's fees run between three hundred to five hundred thousand dollars, and in some cases, brands will pay Kim Kardashian one million dollars for an Instagram post. One million dollars. So it's so obvious that this is cross promotion, and that the eight one eight tequila is not selling in a way that they thought it would. Well, it had a rough launch. Yeah, it did because there was a lot of uh, cultural appropriation clapback, yep. which is appropriate, uh, you know, being launched towards the family that's constantly clapping back at anybody who has opinions that differ from their business prime directive. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some cultural appropriation controversy. And also, um, I would add to that controversy, um, in addition to cultural appropriation, like just this this thing that the kardashians do of appropriating whether it's things culturally or for business purposes sure like they're not the first to have like celebrity to have a line of alcohol but there's but i think it just maybe it's because it's the kardashians but it just rings hollower and hollower the more people do this where you're like okay this is a pure money making venture and unlike some people i just don't buy that you were so passionate about tequila that you like so don't even give us the story just say like you're an investor 
of this brand and then pimp or promote, I think is the more appropriate way to say that, promote that brand um, saying like, I've, you know, this is a company I really love. And so I'm investing my time and money in it. Instead of like creating this narrative that you like sat down and drank a bunch of tequila to try to figure out what, and then you like met with like agave growers in Mexico. Like I just, I'm not going to buy any of that. And I think increasingly people are less inclined um, to do that. Right. Yeah. You, you can kind of see through the facade. It's one thing I suppose, you know, with this as well, that there were accusations from another tequila company in Texas being like, hey, they basically lifted our tequila and have slapped a new label on it, which, by the way, this 818 Tequila's label looks a lot like our tequila label. Oh, looky loo. Yeah, so that those accusations were out there, so too. So, you know, the cultural appropriation, the brand appropriation... Chris Jenner was like, oh, we need to sell these. Honey, Kim, do your sister a favor. They need to stop being so inappropriation. Okay. Mm-hmm. When we come back, we have a question for you. What makes a burger a burger? No, literally, it's that easy. What makes a burger a burger? We'll be right back.